City Podcast. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Another edition of Keys to the City. I'm your host, Trevor Keys, alongside Ted Keys. As you can see, repping Big Blue as for the first time in seven years, long, agonizing, painful, painful, brutal. I don't even know what to say of the past seven years to describe the New York Giants franchise. To see where they're at right now, to know that 48 hours from now, we will know if the New York Giants are going to be advancing. Realistically, it's 7.30 right now. 48 hours from now, ladies and gentlemen, either the Giants season advances or it sadly comes to an end. But to know that the New York Giants are in the playoffs on Super Wild Card Weekend, here we go. No more regular season. It's over with. The wild, wild 18 weeks of this long, unforgettable, and I mean, every week we had no idea what to expect, but we're here now. The final 14 teams are here, and the New York Giants are part of it. Super Wild Card Weekend. Think about the road teams. We're going to talk about the road teams, three road teams specifically, and we'll get into the reason why we only picked three for that moment. And one of those wild card teams the past couple of years, a wild card team has played on Wild Card Weekend, has gotten to the Super Bowl. Can we see it again this year, Ted? I don't know. We'll see. But like I just started the show, seven long, agonizing, painful, painful years of New York Giant football to know that it is now. Did you know today was Friday the 13th, by the way? Yep, the new Friday the 13th movie. I had no no idea. I had no idea it was Friday the 13th. The new Friday the 13th came out tonight, too. Oh, I didn't even know. I had no idea what it was Friday the 13th until a couple hours ago. No idea. I thought it was just a regular Friday. But I'm excited for this Friday because we are talking New York Giant football. So, Ted, we think about how this season has gone through the highs and lows throughout this entire 18 weeks. And the New York Giants are here. Six seed. If we've seen from recent success, the six seed has become like the new 12-5 in March Madness. If you know what we're talking about, March Madness, 5-12 always happens. But, Ted, the Giants are here playing the Minnesota Vikings, all rematches from the regular season. When we think of how this team has gotten here, could be many points to it, valid points, valid arguments. It could be the quarterback. could be the success of the running game. It could be the outstanding coaching staff of the New York Giants, or it could be this young and up-and-coming, hungry defense of the New York Giants. So, Ted, I'll get right into it with you. We're going to start with the big blue because it is for the first time in seven years we're talking New York Giants playoff football wild card weekend. Who is most important to you, Ted, of big blue success? Is it DJ? Is it Saquon? Defense? Or is it even the coaching staff? You know, it's funny. <laughs> you the me. obvious answer is combat is everything, of course. But if you really, really dig deep into it. Um, it's the defense for me personally. It's it's the defense because I expect Daniel Jones to do what Daniel Jones has done all season, and that's been efficient considering the weapons he had. I mean, I, jo- I joked to you when we were on a conference call with Dad. I said, you know what Justin Jefferson's are, numbers this year are? Mm-hmm. 120 catches, 1,800 yards. I believe he had eight touchdowns. You know what the Giants receivers, all combined three receivers, the three main receivers that will be playing Sunday? Mm-hmm. 136 catches, 1,400 yards, and 10 touchdowns. So it took three guys to do what one guy did. We're playing against the best receiver in football this season. This season, he's the best receiver in football. Last year was Cooper Cup. We're not going to get into that. What's the matter? Everything okay? 
I don't know if I just heard you say that. Finally, you're acknowledging that Justin Jefferson is the he's best receiver. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for finally acknowledging that. His numbers doesn't mean I would still take him number one in in the in, on my fantasy team. But on what you're on what your point. Point is, it starts with this defense, right? We're, we're talking. Here's the thing: we're talking about two teams that were both negative in point differential this season. The Giants were negative six. The Vikings were negative three. Both teams are in the playoffs now. The Vikings were eleven and zero in one point one possession games this season. We, I mean, that was the story of the day. I mean, this team is literally, I mean, a couple games away from being a top ten pick. That's what we're talking about. The Minnesota Vikings. This team is can be really good offensively. I said this before when we were going right before the show. They have the best receiver in football. They have one of the better backs in Dalvin Cook. They got one of the better tight ends in TJ Hawkinson. They got one of the better receivers in Thielen. They got Osborne. They have weapons. Their offensive line is a little beat up. They're going to get their center back. But and, and you, you still have Kirk, and you still have Kirk Cousins. I was okay? about to say you didn't say you didn't say the um, well the ultimate all, deciding factor of the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Every year, Vikings, Ted, when, when, but that's when, that's, that's, the, that's ultimate, the ultimate. Honestly, it's always down comes down to Kirk Cousins with this team. So what I'm getting at is here's the thing: it's about the Giants' defense, right? I maybe one of the most efficient and best games that the Giants played offensively was against this Minnesota Vikings team in Week 16. All right, mm-hmm. Daniel Jones for his uh, season high over 330 yards. Saquon had a big day. Excuse me. Seemed like everyone offensively had a great day, and that's considering the Giants spotted the Vikings a 10 nothing lead, and mm-hmm. they did not play well. They were neg- negative two in the turnover differential in that game. If you remember, there was a pick. Um, there was a fumble by Bellinger, and then also we had a blocked punt that went into the end zone or whatever, blocked punt, which led to Justin Jefferson taking away. But I wrote this stuff down, and I was like, okay, so and, and this is what I wrote down because I thought the question was, and this is what I'm an idiot, I thought you told me who's most important what's most important to the giant success. And this is what I wrote as, as my information. Don't turn the ball over, right? Two turnovers and block punt in the first game, control the clock, right? Let's control the clock. Let's run the football. Let's keep the ball out of that offense's hand, which they were top 10 offense. Both Hawkinson and Jefferson, that game, both had 12 plus catches, both had over hundred yards receivers and both had a touchdown each. The, the positive thing for that, us is we have all the reinforcements back, bro. All the boys are back in town. We're all back. Yeah, that's the thing, you, Ted. You, didn't, you, yeah. you don't got us with our hands tied behind our back. We got all our pieces back. We were missing our number one corner. We were missing our best safety. We weren't healthy on the defense line. For the first time ever that I could think of, we have a football team in the New York Football Giants that don't have anyone on the injury report. We that's have crazy. no one on the injury report. We are the that's healthiest we've been. We weren't even the healthy. We weren't this healthy week one of the season. So what I'm saying to you is the Giants defense, for Where, us to your, be a- Where's your microphone? <laughs> He's out of his vibe. Again, so what I'm trying to get at is this defense, defense, and when I think about what made us successful in our two Super Bowl runs was our defense, right? That's what we got us there. That's what carried us, and Eli was efficient when he needed to be, right? But you look at this Vikings offense. They gave up 47 sacks this year, which was the eighth most. They got So what did the Giants do? They had four sacks and 11 quarterbacks hit, hit hits in a week 16. That's why I'm putting this all on the defense, right? You'd say, listen, you're not telling me there's not pressure on Daniel Jones. Of course there's pressure. You're not pressure on Saquon. But here's the thing. I look at the way Brian Dable has coached this all season, right? I have I have all the trust in the world in this Giants coaching staff to have this team ready to play. I believe – I was just reading. I think Brian Dable has, like, multiple Super Bowl ranks. I mean, you feel like – this guy has been in 31 playoff games. He'll be ready to coach, all right? And I look at the Giants, other than Graham Gano, who has playoff experience, as 
it could work to the Giants' advantage because of the excitement for this team to be ready to play. Can I just and, say something? And then I think if this defense can play to what we, Trevor, I think you want to maybe go with this question or lead to, I think that you look at this defense and go, you know what? This defense is good enough to carry us to the promised land if they play to the potential, especially with Wink Martindale as our defensive corner. So that's why if you're asking me who needs to be the most – it's about this defense because we were not good at stopping the run this year. I believe we gave up 144 yards a game. So we got to stop the running attack of the Minnesota Vikings first because Dalvin Cook, when he gets 75 yards plus in scrimmage yards, they are 10-0 and this season the Minnesota Vikings. So let's slow down Dalvin Cook. Let's get pressure. And that's what made the Giants great. If you think about those Super Bowl runs, every Super Bowl run, it was the defense. It was pressure on the quarterback because if Kirk Cousins is looking up at the sky, guess what? He's not going to be efficient. And Kirk Cousins is going to be the famous old Kirk Cousins. When he needs a game against the Giants, he's going to throw multiple picks and the Giants are going to move on to the second round. Just a Dalvin Cook quickly. His stats last week. Oh, or actually against the New York Giants, 64 yards on 14 carries. So the Giants did a, a, a fairly, I would say, great job, above-average job over stopping or slowing down Dalvin Cook. Look, I get the defense. It's easy to say the defense. By the way, the last time Jefferson and Hawkinson, now remember, if we all remember, the New York Giants were not healthy for that game on Christmas Eve against the Minnesota Vikings. Jefferson and Hawkinson combined Ted for 25 catches, 242 yards, and two touchdowns. So those two assets. You're, to you're that telling, old, me, you're telling me that's not good, right? So that yeah, yeah, I don't think that's too good. Not so too good, two, Doc. So those two assets of that offense that we talk about so highly about so highly throughout the season. Yeah, they did their part on Christmas Eve, but this is a Giants defense that's going to be finally for the first time. Everybody is a go. It is full go, full steam ahead for Big Blue in that defense. I know the defense is always the reliable answer, and I get that because if we've seen in the past the Giants, they rely on their defense, but it's because of the solid quarterback play too. And Daniel Jones has played solid throughout this entirety of this 18 weeks. The thing is, can he take that next level? You know, you think about the levels of the NFL quarterback. Uh, decent. Beginning of the year, what was he? He was looking like it was going to be his final year. Now we're up to his part of, okay, maybe he deserves a contract extension. Now if he starts winning playoff games, that's a whole nother level. And he starts playing well. You can win playoff games. We've seen in the past Jimmy G has only won. Jimmy G won a game two freaking years ago or three freaking years ago with eight completed passes, just throwing eight passes. Against, his, against this Minnesota Vikings Against team. the Minnesota Vikings, by the way, too. But they were home. I think Daniel story. Jones will throw more than eight times. He did have just one saying. of his better games this year, too, against the – I know he threw the pick – in that game, but he did have a solid game from the standpoint of yardage over 300, another 300 yard passer against this Minnesota Viking defense, which is it's not a good defense. So the Giants, this which offense, is kind of this offense is starting have, to feel. It's, hold on. on the defense. This offense is starting to feel. It's getting. It's. It seems like the chemistry. That it's starting to gel at the right time, and the healthiness, the health of this team is the perfect. I mean, to think that the New York Giants are going in this game with nobody even on the doubtful or questionable list either. Everybody is go. That's incredible. That's an awesome feeling. So we're finally going to get to see this team for 60 minutes play as a whole, offensively, defensively, and special teams. Nobody out. Daniel Jones has to play his part too, though. He's gotten us to – He's hey, he won that. Th- he won the game against the Colts. I know it was against the Colts. A different story. But this was also a Colts team that had a 33-0 lead on this Vikings team. He did his part against those Colts to win and get to the playoffs. 
He did his part to get us to the playoffs. Can he, can he continue it? Look, it's easy to say the defense because the defense is young. They got the assets in the middle with the big with big deck, second team all pro. Two of our trenches. I mean, think about that. The Giants have two guys, Andrew Thomas and big decks, all pros, second team all pros. They've been dominant. Leonard Williams, healthy. The edge rusher is easy. And Kayvon, I mean, you get the sacks. But I'm going Daniel Jones. He has to play his part, man. The quarterback, the offense, if the quarterback does I know everybody could say Saquon, it's easy. But we've seen Saquon have good games before, great games, and the Giants have still lost. Daniel Jones doesn't play his part tomorrow, Sunday. It's going to be a short, it's going to be a short, uh, I guess, a quick exit for this big blue team. Yeah, but I don't see, here's the thing. The one thing I would, I would knock on that is Daniel Jones hasn't played poorly all season. Really. No, that's what I'm saying. Why yeah, shouldn't he again? They were showing a stat. I wish I sent it to you. They were just speaking about from this first year to where he's at now turnover-wise, where like the first year he had 12 picks and 11 fumbles, mm-hmm. and then like every year. And this year, he took the crown for the least amount of turnovers. Aaron Rodgers usually holds that crown. Yeah. It was Daniel Jones this year. I believe it was 445 attempts or something. He only had four picks. And, you know, there was, there was a couple – there was like one or no, two bad – Week one, he had that bad one in Tennessee. All right? It's five picks, third in the league. But he was efficient this year. But he overall and, and, and had eight turnovers. And, and, and eight listen, turnovers. if anyone's watching this and you even care about this, if coaching, you think coaching doesn't make a difference, just ask the Jacksonville Jaguars, just ask the New York Giants why coaching does matter in the NFL. It does. It tremendously matters. Here's another thing. Ask the Oakland Raiders. Oh, excuse me, the Vegas Raiders. They went from a playoff team to a top 10 pick. What does that speak of? They didn't lose anything but significant. They gained Devontae Adams. What, why Why would they're a team getting, like And they're going to have a new quarterback. Now, what's the reason for that? Coaching. Josh McDaniels is a bad coach. Good offensive coordinator, bad head coach. Brandon Staley, just like that's why he was. That's why he was the perfect matchup for Belichick because Del- Belichick was. The so defense. we're different on this. You said the defense. I, I, I'm on. I'm on. Because I'm here's okay the thing: if the defense doesn't play to their expectation, they get beat. Here's the thing: they have to stop Minnesota on third down because there's so many weapons. I don't. I believe this, and I told you this the other night. I think the Giants got to win a lower scoring game. Mm-hmm. Take the Giants 20 to 17. The Giants can't be scoring 30 points a game. That's not their motto. I don't think the Giants have offensively been able to do that consistently. I don't mm-hmm. think they have the offense to do that. I think that plays into Kirk Cousins in, in the middle, excuse me, Minnesota Vikings opportunity to succeed. Mm-hmm. So let's play defense. I mean, we got the boys, right? Like, let's go. Like our 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 secondary is healthy. We're ready to go. Wink our is whole ready team, to, our tall whole team is not just our second. Our whole ready, team is healthy. Wink is ready to play scientists and have some some experiments for these guys. I, I I have entrusted the Giants. I'm a little nervous that a lot of people are picking the Giants as the upset of the weekend. Forget about I don't. It. I don't think. Forget about and, it. Listen, just ride with it. They have to put. It's only but like I said, it's projections. Who gives a who gives a shit? Who cares? Who gives? Who cares? Honestly, that's the thing. Who cares? Because honestly. Just play the game. Projections are a bunch of numbers. That's all they are. Who cares? It's like fantasy. Oh, you projected the win. Do you win all the time? No. Who cares? Go out and play the game. Both of these teams just go out and play the game. See who's the better team. You're both going to be healthy. Minnesota's actually a little more. The Giants are actually healthier than the Minnesota Vikings. So we're going to see the Giants have full health. Well, it's not Daniel Jones. You would start their, play their starters last week. <laughs> I didn't say to play the whole game like some. Doesn't mean you don't need West. to play it all. 
By the way, Minnesota is 40-18 and 18 since U.S. Bank Stadium opened in 2016. The only team to have that better record, Ted, take a guess. One guess. What, at their new home stadium? Yes, yeah, so who has a better home record? Than them in the NFC. In the NFC. LA Rams. Oh, damn, bro. Not even close. They just opened up that stadium. (laughs) It's the Packers, 45 and 16 and 1. Who cares about that? They're they're sitting their ass home, so who cares? I don't care. I I don't care. uh, I don't care. (laughs) I want to know who's who's invited to the party. These are only 14 teams that are invited to the party. And realistically, you can already discount half the teams because half the teams ain't got, got no chance. So, yeah, the reason why we say these three teams, all right, we get it that there's six games this week, but we really feel like deep down, when you think about the three other games and why we don't have the other three teams, the Seahawks, the Dolphins, and the Ravens, all right. because there's all reasons for it. It's all reasons for it. I'm, you don't need reasons. You got to say three words. There's no Lamar. Well, more than three words. I was going to do <laughs> names, but it's more like eight. There you go. There's I wrote bo- down. That's a Boeing statement. Yeah, that's that's a typical Ted statement. There's no Lamar. There's no Tua. And, you know, I wrote down. Well, this is for maybe the next question, too. But the other thing, and, and it's no knock on the Seattle Seahawks. I get it. They could probably win the game. It's supposed to be a nasty game. They, but the way I look at it. You're making a bold prediction on this show? No, right I'm now? not making no bold prediction. All I'm saying That's is this. Man, such I think a dumbass me, It's not that we don't give. Uh, <laughs> listen, Miami has no chance. Okay. Cyrus Thompson couldn't score six points against the Jets. So he's got no hey, chance. Jets got a good defense, bro. Stop. I don't even want to hear it. Buffalo's going to run them out of the park. They shouldn't even show up. See you later. Okay. That's wow. a wasted game. That's boring. Okay, okay. no one cares. With no, Lamar, with no Lamar, Baltimore doesn't have a chance. They just don't have a chance. They're, they'll, they'll fight, but they're not going to have no chance. I'm sorry. They don't even know who their starting quarterback is. How much can I just say that? Can I just say this quickly? The most interesting headline or storyline going into the offseason without question, I know it's going to be a wild one, is without question where Lamar Jackson is going. It's either going to be Baltimore or is he really going to be leaving? It's the most interesting story going into the offseason. Oh, no difference. Just, every year now, it's, 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 I know, it's, but this is. but we're talking about a quarterback that is – other than you know, three months ago you would have never thought he would have been top traded, eight quarterback. It's now it's a realistic possibility he could be somewhere else other than the Baltimore Ravens. So, but the reason why we don't only talk about these three teams quickly is because realistically we feel like the three teams, the Bills, the Bengals, and the 49ers, the three teams, those are legitimate of the five of the five teams that we talked about so highly about, these are the three teams that we all think could be in the Super Bowl. We all expect them to win comfortably. These three teams, though. When you think about the Chargers, Brandon Staley, my God, <laughs> why is he still? Why why does he still coach? Why does why does he still coach? It's just all I gotta say. That's the okay. Giants and the Cowboys, all three teams, wild card teams. As we said, the wild card team has made the Super Bowl past two years. We'll see if it's three is tri- the trifecta. But when you look at these three teams, Chargers going to be out with one of the big weapons. Thank you, Brandon Staley. Once again, this is the Brandon Staley show. Keys to the city version because of Brandon Staley's dumb, dumb decision once again. Chargers, Giants, Cowboys, Ted. When you look at these three matchups, these are the three games that we feel like all road teams could possibly win without question. Look at the betting odds. I mean, yeah, just I there's yeah. a reason why Minnesota, why is Minnesota a three point favorite at home? When we think about how good they're home, at home, why are they only a three point favorite? Dallas is a favorite, and the Chargers are a favorite, I believe, right? Two, two and a half. Says something. It might have changed when Mike Williams. So could have. That could be like and now a pick'em game. But when we think about these three teams, 
honestly, when you look at it, who are you picking? For I me, see, now I'm, you're going to laugh at this. So just listen to my <laughs> reason why I'm going to choose this, okay? I'm already discounting the Giants because I expect the Giants to win. I'm a Giant fan. So they're already discounted. They're already discounted from this question. So I'm not even going to answer because they're already going to advance. God, I hope I didn't just say that. Because sure, I always screw sure, it. I sure, always sure. Why are we even talking that into the exactly. existence of so, the text? So that's Stop, why, that that's why I'm going to discount the Giants for the question. So then the question comes down to the LA Chargers and the Cowboys. Well, How you discredit? I can't believe you're just discrediting the Giants. I'm discrediting them because I already, I'm already i a Giant fan, so all I think about is them winning. So it's the Cowboys. It's really easy for me. It's the Dallas Cowboys. They're the better team. It's it, th- There's a reason why they're on the road and they're the better team. This Tampa Bay team is not good. This team is not good whatsoever, bro. They're eight and nine. This team has been trash all season. The only thing that makes them relative is Tom Brady's forty-six years old, and that's it. They can't run the football. They have multiple injuries on both sides of the ball. Right? Mm-hmm. Their defensive line has taken a beating all season. Mm-hmm. Their offensive line started with the season when half the team retiring. Offensive line, who's hurt? Who's leaving? What's going on? Kappa goes here. This guy retires. This guy's hurt. So the offensive line beat up. They can't run the football. So they have no running game. Tom Brady broke his own record for most passing attempts, which are like 5,637 this year. I think it was like 736 or whatever, but it really doesn't matter. Their defense is not what it once was. They don't play hard. They well, they're getting, Vita, I mean, they're getting Vita Vea back. I mean, if you watch some of the games that Tampa Bay has played this year, they look like trash. They're getting I Vita mean, Vea I, back. I mean, listen, if you want, I, they looked like trash, Tampa Bay. Dallas is the better team. Since Dak Prescott has been back, Dallas has led the league in scoring. They've been the, one of the most efficient offenses in football. Now, what has taken a hit? Their defense has taken a hit a little bit. Their defense has not been where it was in the beginning of the season. But they still have one of the best pass rushers in football in Micah Parsons. They still have a top 10 receiver in CeeDee Lamb. They have a two-headed monster in Zeke and Tony Pollard, who are both rested to go. They still have a really good offensive line. They have Dak Prescott, who's been there. So they should win the football game. Most likely advance, it should be the Cowboys. I, because I just I don't know if you can have trust in Tampa Bay. Now I know what someone else would say as a Giant fan. How the hell can you pick Dallas? I don't really want to. You ask me to answer a question, I'm going to answer it. Because I think that, I think of all the teams, I look at the Jaguars and Chargers. I look at that as a 50 thing, especially now that Mike Williams is out. I don't look at if Mike Williams was playing, I'd say Chargers more likely to advance. That would have been my initial answer. Mike Williams is out. I think it changes the whole ball game for for the Chargers. I really do. Even though I think the Chargers still have a good opportunity, I just think it changes the whole game plan. It open it it closes things down that would have been much more efficient and open for this Chargers offense. The Giants, I told you, I'm a Giant fan. What, am I not going to think the Giants are going to advance? So I'm going to pick the Cowboys because I think the Cowboys are a much better team. They're the most dangerous team. I think a lot of NFC teams are fearful of what the Gi- the Cowboys could be if they play to where at one point in the season, let's be honest, man, we didn't want to face the facts. Dallas was the best team in football, if not one of the two best teams in the football. Oh, bold. Sure. bold they really time. were. At one point, they were one of the best teams in football. They, but if you time. look at their trend, 0-2, four, four wins in a row. 0-2, That's four bold, Cotton. They lose two in a row, they win four. Right now, they're on a two-game losing streak. What if they do if they win four games? So they you're telling three. me they're going to win it. If they win four in a row, they win the Super Bowl. Something Ted, that I, I, Ted I'm, I'm not ready to commit to seeing a Dallas Super Bowl. I'm not ready for it. Well, eventually it's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen if that happens. It's not a good day. That's the damn question. <laughs> it's not a good. That's not a good question. That's not a good day. Don't okay, so I have to pick. 
Uh, You're the one that didn't decide the question. Because you just answered and said, you know, I can't pick the Giants because we easily think they're going to advance. Well, okay. you can pick the Giants. I could, you, but you, I'll, wait, I'll wait. I'll wait. Gonna wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Because I'm going to go between the Cowboys and Chargers. Well, then go to the next the Gi- question. We'll, we'll just go- talk about it. No, the Giants or the Chargers? Or the Cowboys? But the reason why I say the Chargers is because of the road team. Maybe so you want to pick team. the Dolphins. Yeah, right. Yeah. How? I mean, Justin Herbert. I mean, he's one of the. We all proclaim him to be one of the elites of this game, right? Like, I mean, Dak. I mean, Dallas is just. Dallas is just Dallas, man. Oh, you know what's your gut, man? You said the Chargers go with Herbert. Oh, Herbert's I know. I'm giving you. I'm giving you my thing. I'm giving my Don't thing. Talk Dallas, about is, Dallas. I already talked no, about Dallas. But Very these good. teams are so alike. So because, t- team of the these teams are so alike because they're so talented, but yet they have the coaching nope. style, the coaching game plan, the coaching. Way how they are on both of these uh, both of these teams, the Dallas Cowboys and the Chargers. I'm gonna take a chance on on the Chargers because of the fact that they have they Justin the Herbert. They're saying I am. They're going it with Justin Herbert. I'm not taking my chances with Dak Prescott, nor should you, Ted. And I'm surprised you picked the Dallas Cowboys because Here's I know about thing. this. Hold on, hold on. I know because of the little trend and they lost. I get that. I get that. Hey, like, hey, but like, they're not. Like, they're... What comes up must come down. So if Dallas had a really poor game, I'm just fearful that because they played their worst game, it seems like in forever last week. And as, here's also they played my their thing. best game. Here's because also my thing. The knock on is Dallas played their worst game. Dak sucks. Dak threw all these picks. Dallas can't run the football. Dallas is no good. That's all Dallas is going to hear. And what do you think? Tam- what do you think? What do you think? And- what do you think Tampa's been hearing too? I'll take my chances with Trevor Lawrence over Tom Brady. Like I'll take I, like Trevor Lawrence. Like no, like in no, 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 no. In the sense of no, 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 no. What I meant to say, retract that statement. What I meant to say, I'm taking my chance. Yeah, we're definitely. Yeah, reverse. Go back. Eh, yes, bad, bad, hey, bad. Peter, delete that. Yeah, delete that. <laughs> delete that guy. What I was gonna say is, I'm taking my chances with Brady over Trevor Lawrence because Tampa's oh. been hearing the same thing that the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, this well, team is nine. They're before. awful and this stuff. This is the team that's been there before. They know what. But, Dal- but also, Brady is seven and zero all time against this team. All time. And then to think about and the fact of they're still a talented team. They get Vita Vea back. They do, they're six and two with Vita Vea and Akeem Hicks are playing together. They're both in the, they're both playing. They're six and two. But it's also on grass. Dallas isn't good on grass. Dallas isn't good on grass. Another statement. So just think about that. You're taking your chances with Dallas. Listen, I'm not picking Dallas. My predictions are going to come out. All right, all right, all right. So what we've seen the past couple of years. We've seen a wild card team that played on wild card weekend playing the Super Bowl. Do we get a trifecta this year? Are we seeing the Dallas Cowboys? Are we seeing the LA Chargers? Hell, are we even seeing? Are we going to see the shocker of shocks? Big Blue somehow getting there to Super Bowl 57. Ted, which are you wild card? Me? Yes, I am. Which wild card team is most likely to make a deep playoff run? Well, see, so it goes back to what I was saying before. And I'm all talking about the wild card team. I know that the, I know it's wild card I, week. I, I I'm not talking Bengals. I'm not talking here's, Bills. Here's I'm not what talking. I know that. I know exactly what the you're 49ers. going to So here's, Talk here's, about everybody here's, else. here's, here's I will make this short and sweet. With the AFC, no one has a chance except for the Bengals, Bills, and Chiefs. So everyone <laughs> else can go to sleep. Stop. There's no other chance. I'm sorry. With no Lamar Jackson, with stop for so one you're second. Changing your prediction. You're well, changing your prediction. Well, you just shut up for five seconds. There's no Lamar. There's no Lamar Jackson, so the Ravens have no chance. So just go home and stay home. 
All right. With this Mike Williams injury, I think this is a significant injury that I do not give the Chargers any chance to advance past the next round, even if they win. I just don't think if Mike Williams is healthy and with the guys coming back with Joey Boza and some of these guys and Derwin James, I would have said, you know what? This team would be very scary. That was my prediction at the beginning of the season. I had Chargers 49ers in the Super Bowl. That was my prediction preseason. All right. I thought Herbert would be the guy to take the next step, just like you know, Joe Burrow did, some, just like Mahomes did, some, like some of the other guys in their third or fourth year when they take the big leap. I thought this Chargers team, as we've always said, it's never been about the talent. The Chargers have never lacked talent. It's always either been coaching, injuries, or some other bullshit answer, okay, that we don't, we can't come up with. So the Chargers are out, and I wrote that here. The Tua thing, is out, and we know he's been out. Miami, see you later. Adios, amigos. Adios, muchacho. So you're done. You stink, okay? It doesn't matter. You're done. You stink. You stink. So the AFC really comes down to the three best teams. It's it's Cincinnati, it's the Chiefs, and it's the and it's the um and the Bengals. If I repeated myself, so what? Bengals, Bills, and Chiefs. Plain and simple. Everyone else in the AFC has no chance. One of those three teams is going to the Super Bowl. Other than that, I don't see anyone coming out. So now you go to the NFC, right? What do we have here? I don't trust Minnesota. I have the Giants beating them, right? I just went with a team that I think as much as I don't want to say, and, and this is going to – I want to throw up. It, and But it's, I got to answer the question to the thing. If there's one team that you think could make a deep run, it's Dallas because they have all the pieces to do so. They have the offense. They have the defense. They have the experience. They have the coach. Now, the problem is this team hasn't done shit in 26 years. But if the Giants win, the Giants go to Philly, all right? And Dallas goes to the end of San Francisco. As much as we love San Francisco, right, and that defense is dominant and they beat this team last year, it's still a guy who was drafted last, Mr. Irrelevant. There's still pressure for Brock Purdy to succeed and play well. I don't know if they could beat Dallas by just protecting him and hoping he doesn't make any mistakes. I just – they have the talent and they have the skill and they have the, the coaching. Can they put it together? You asked me what Mike team is more likely. The team that no one wants, that I, I don't want to admit, and I would laugh, and Stephen A. Smith would just start laughing, and I laugh every time we talk about the Cowboys. But if you're asking me a question, most likely it's them because they have all the pieces to do so. They have the receivers, they have the line, they have the defensive line, they have the quarterback, they have the coach, they have everything. Now, no, you here's are the other wrong. Thing. You here's, are wrong. Hold on, and here's you the other are thing. wrong. If they did play San Francisco Screw and that. beat San Francisco, now listen, if they play the Giants, whatever, we'll see what happens. But if they had to play the Eagles the third time, no team wants to face the time a third time. All right, and what type of shape will Jalen Hurts be after the Giants pound on him in the divisional round? What type what type of shape will the Eagles be? I just think it would be exponential pressure. And here's the thing. To you, to me, if the Dallas Cowboys make it to the NFC Championship game, that's considered a deep run. It doesn't have to be just the Super Bowl. The NFC Championship game is considered, to me, a deep run. It's more than one win or two wins. Well, with the way the 49ers and the Eagles have played, those – Hold on, I got to throw – hold on. Sorry, I almost just threw up in my mouth after what I just said. But go ahead. I can't believe I should have just muted. It just took you off screen after that abomination of a statement. But I, I mean, Trev, I wrote this down. Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> two years in a row, they led the league in takeaways. This year they had 33 takeaways, which led the league in that, quarry, yeah. in that category. Dak, since his return, and I said this before, I'll repeat myself again. Week seven, lead the league in 32 points a game. They lead the league in third down conversions at 52%. They lead, they're second in the league in red zone touchdowns at 78%. So what's that mean to me? They're efficient on the offense. I understand they played like shit last week against the, the commanders. Okay, but some guys do. I mean, Eli Manning gets the Vikings the Super Bowl year through four picks, and they got housed at home. All right, and then they had a stretch run. They went to the Super Bowl, okay? So this Dallas Cam team could do it. They can run the football with Tony Pollard and Zeke. They can throw the ball with Zeke. We saw them play against the Eagles 
a couple weeks ago, and they looked like a team that was like, damn, that team is really good when we were really rooting for the All Eagles. All right, I'm going to go. I'm, gonna, I'm not listening to this anymore about the Dallas Cowboys. I know. I'm, I'm, whatever. Call me biased. I don't care. I don't care. I really don't. I'm going to go with the New York Giants. I feel like this team is healthy. Tell this me, team, son. Tell and me. The re, and the reason, and I can't believe you even said that the Dallas Cowboys have everything because I don't think they have the most important aspect of football, too. Coaching? They don't have the coaching. Listen, no, ever, listen. no, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Dan hold on. Quinn, McCarthy, they have been Dan there. Quinn's a, Dan, Qu- Dan Quinn, I give Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn's a hell of a coach. Okay. I'm not knocking him. Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy he's not a Super Bowl, bro. A, he's been there. Because of Aaron Rodgers' unbelievable and remarkable play that postseason. He okay. literally carried well, listen, that team. Do like not, you are just cra- for a guy that does not want to defend Aaron Rodgers. Hold on. Hold on. That a but guy that the, if Dak throws a pick, that's not on McCarthy's fault. Okay, I get it. But he still has to make All right, just tell me why the Giants are going to win. He has to make – it's because I'll take my chances with Brian Dable and I, with the way that he gets this team into position to succeed each and every week. It may not be pretty sometimes, but the mo- majority of this season from this New York Giant team, they play for 100 minutes. Or 100 minutes. They play for 60 minutes. They play at 100%. This team will play nonstop. I don't know what to expect with the Dallas Cowboys each and every week. One week, they look like they can be without question. I, I I do agree with that statement that they could be a team that can win the Super Bowl. That's how talented they are. But then there's a following week that they look like they played last week. Not good at all on all facets. They got dominated against a Washington commander team that was playing for pretty much nothing. And they got beat up, embarrassed on national TV. The Giants... I know they might not be as talented as this Dallas Cowboy team, and that's and I understand that. But they will play with heart, and, and for 60 minutes, they will continue to give them the best effort, and they're going to play and punch in the mouth. Dallas, I don't know what to expect each and every week. They can look amazing. They might look amazing on Monday night. Not saying that. And they might look great for the rest of the postseason. Who knows? But then there's weeks like last week that you say, how can I buy stock into a team like that? First of all, I'll never buy stock in the Dallas Cowboys. But how can you ever buy into that? Because of the inconsistency. They got the talent. The talent also has to match. How do you think I feel? I just had to talk about the Cowboys for two seconds, okay? <laughs> and then the New York Giants. I can't wait the New York Giants. And the New York Giants have the heart. They, they play for 60 minutes. They are nitty-gritty, tough, hard-minded. They believe in one another. Dallas Cowboys, they got the talent, but do they believe in one another? That's another reason you look into that. How much heart do you have? The Giants play with a lot of heart, and I know that talent overcomes and sometimes prevails over heart, but sometimes the heart does prevail. And what we've seen from the New York Giants in recent memory, if they win, history says that they go on a deep playoff win and even shock the world. If they lose, then they lose. They're one and done, or they win the whole thing. So, Ted... This is the final show before the NFL postseason is finally underway starting tomorrow. My God, I can't believe week 18 is gone and now we're in the postseason. Breaks my heart. Breaks my heart. Who is playing? Well, Ted has a new uh, has to have a new Super Bowl because his Super Bowl prediction, I guess, is not going to come true. After there is a statement early on in the show saying nobody other than the Bengals, the Bills, and the Chiefs will be coming out of the East or uh, the AFC. So, Ted, who's your new Super Bowl? 57 prediction. Um, oh. Here's the thing. I've been on the Bengals bandwagon. 
I just wonder about the cap, Andrew. Um, Are you actually changing your mind? Well, here's here's my initial prediction. Oh my god, he's all talk for a whole year, it was, it and then the he finally is backing I, I, out. I, I just when he thinks he has me in, he. he I went with the Bengals. I went with the Bengals 49ers. I'll stick with that, but I have no problem. I listen. I have no problem with the Bills. I have no problem with the Chiefs. I want the 49ers to get there. I think it'd be a great story. So, yeah, why not? We'll go with the Bengals. Joe Burrow, Joe Cool. I know what you're doing. You've been on them since day one, the Bills. You're all about the Bills. <laughs> Hold on. Are we, who, who, wait, who's winning the Super Bowl for you? I'll, I'll, I'll worry about that when the time comes. Oh, so you wait for the Super Bowl. Bengals I want to know who's healthy. I want to see what's going on. Okay. Here's what's going to happen. The Bengals and, and, and Bills are going to play each other. All right? Yeah, they're finally going to so, yeah, get to play. That's going to be the game that we missed the first time, so we're going to see that again. And then the Chiefs are going to probably play – the Jags, and they're going to have a nice game, buy game, and they're going to crush the Jags at home. And then they're going to have to go to Atlanta and play Joe Burrow at the SEC Championship. Joe no, Burrow. no. The only the AFC title game, the rules of this game, it's only if the Bills and the Chiefs play. What about the Bengals? Wasn't there something with the Bengals? Nope. Because of the fact that that game got canceled, they got thrown so, out of the one-seat so conversation. Do you want to just see it because it will be a neutral site, or would you rather see I want to see the best two teams play in the AFC title game, whoever that may be. We're going to see. We're going to get – look, look, we're going to – I like the Bengals. I'm going to take the Bengals and 49ers in the Super Bowl. There you go. Look, we are going to see Bengals against the Bills. We are going to see it. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see it in the AFC a couple weeks ago because of the unfortunate event, tragic event that happened in DeMar Hamlin. But he is doing better now. He's doing a lot better, which is awesome to see. We're finally going to get to see it. So we will see the best of the best play in the AFC. We're going to see the Chiefs or Bills, or we're going to see the Bengals or the Chiefs. So one way or the other, we're going to see that game. It's either going to be in, in Mercedes-Benz, a dome. If Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are playing in a dome, incredible. Or is it going to be Joe B in the rematch against the team that he has owned and the player that he's owned, Patrick Mahomes? So no matter what you're getting, it's going to be. But I'm sticking with the Buffalo Bills. Come on. I've been on them all year. Josh Bills, Allen. 40, you got Bills 49ers. Bills 49ers. I had them in the preseason. I had them all year, and I'm not changing my pick. And and no, this is not because Brock Purdy is starting to play well. Or I had no idea. This is preseason prediction. Josh Allen train, all aboard. Brock Purdy train. My dream scenario, though, is if Big Blue and the Buffalo Bills are playing in the Super Bowl. The dream scenario, man can dream. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Brian Dable versus his former team. Oh my God, that's a story. I didn't, yeah, think about that. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I can't believe the New York Giants are in the play. I can't believe it. After seven long, agonizing seasons of watching New York Giant football, they are back in the playoffs. Oh my gosh. Can't wait to see it. Play the Minnesota Vikings Sunday afternoon, 4.30, in the ruckus skull. Should be a hell of a game, man. Can't wait to see how these games play out. Here we go. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Keys to the City. You can check us out on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. We'll see you next episode. Enjoy Super Wildcard Weekend. I know that we certainly will. We'll see you next episode. We are out. You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast.